It's Tuesday, the 23rd of August, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Fears of additional sharp interest rate increases by the Federal Reserve sent the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 643 points yesterday, taking some of the wind out of this summer's stock market rally. All three major stock indices declined as investors looked ahead to a Friday speech by Fed Chairman Jerome Powell in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, in which he is expected to give an update on the central bank's efforts to combat inflation. Monday's sell-off came after U.S. stocks snapped a four-week stretch of gains for the S&P 500 on Friday. The Dow Jones fell 643 points, or 1.9 percent, to close at 33,063 on Monday. The S&P 500 dropped 90 points, while the technology-focused NASDAQ composite slid 323 points. Even with the recent pullback, all three major indices are up at least 5.8% over the past three months. In other news, two people were killed and another person wounded Monday in a shooting that shut down parts of Atlanta, Georgia. A woman thought to be the suspect was in custody, the Atlanta Police Department said. Police first responded to calls of a shooting on West Peachtree Street around 1.45 p.m. Eastern Time, according to a statement from Atlanta PD. There they found two victims, one of whom died. Around the world, the Biden administration warned Turkish businesses against working with sanctioned Russian institutions and individuals, intensifying U.S. pressure on a NATO ally that has maintained a strong relationship with Russia during its invasion of Ukraine. In a letter dated August 22nd to the American Chamber of Commerce in Turkey viewed by the Wall Street Journal, Deputy Secretary of the Treasury Wali Adeyemo said that Turkish companies were at risk of coming under U.S. sanctions if they did businesses with sanctioned Russian individuals. The written warnings are an escalation of U.S. efforts to get Turkish institutions to comply with the international sanctions imposed on Russia following its full-scale invasion of Ukraine in February. Any individuals or entities providing material support to U.S.-designated persons are themselves at risk of U.S. sanctions, Mr. Adeyemo wrote in the letter reviewed by the Wall Street Journal. Turkish banks cannot have correspondence relationships with sanctioned Russian banks while maintaining the same ties with American banks, he also said. Back in the U.S., Ohio's largest public school district is scheduled to start classes online on Wednesday after teachers decided to strike over class sizes and other working conditions. Teachers in Columbus are pushing primarily for smaller classes and functional heating and air conditioning in their classrooms, said the Columbus Education Association Union, which represents nearly 4,500 teachers and staff at Columbus City Schools. Union members are also demanding full-time art, music, and physical education teachers at the elementary level, as well as a cap on the number of class periods during a given school day. The strike comes at a difficult time for schools nationwide, many of which are struggling to fill classroom vacancies and recruit qualified teachers before the year begins. In recent years, many teachers have retired early or left the profession altogether because of low pay and pandemic-related burnout. And Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's top infectious disease expert who became a household name and the subject of personal attacks during the COVID-19 pandemic, 
announced Monday he will leave the federal government in December after more than five decades. Fauci directs the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, is chief medical advisor to President Joe Biden, and also leads a lab studying the immune system. While the COVID-19 pandemic introduced him to millions of Americans, he's given straight talk to the nation about numerous outbreaks, including HIV AIDS, SARS, pandemic flu, Ebola, and the 2001 anthrax attacks. In announcing his departure, the 81-year-old Fauci called his role, quote, the honor of a lifetime, but said it was time to pursue the next chapter of my career, end quote. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.